listening to Enjoy an Album, the podcast where two comedians listen to the top 500 greatest albums of all time. Hello and welcome to part two of the very special end of year mailbag episode of Enjoy an Album. I'm Liam Withnow and with me, traversing through cyberspace, is Christopher MacArthur Boyd. Hello. Hello. You might be able to guess by the improved sound quality that I am wearing a robe. Yes. And a dressing gown. Absolutely. House uh, coat, some call it. I, I, anyone who calls it a house coat, I think that's fucked up. No, it's better. Do you call it that? Gen- yeah, for, for co- gents. The thing is, a dressing gown implies that you're in a state of uh, between. You know, mm. you wear undressed, you're being dressed, you're dressing. Yeah, it's coat's comfortable in its own skin. It knows it's not going anywhere. I call it a dressing gown. You are English. That is correct. <laughs> so two two facts in a row. Yeah. Do you, uh, house robe is that a Scottish thing? House then? coat. House coat. That's coat fucking... for the house. Oh, come on. It's nice. Come on. No, I like it. I'm wearing my living room socks. Come on. I'm wearing my slippers. These are my kitchen jeans. Do you have you a nice pair of slippers? fucking idiots. No, I have actually requested for... um, uh, Not quite slippers. When I was in Shetland, staying <laughs> with Shetland comedian and online influencer uh, Marilyn Robertson. Mm-hmm. Um, Shout she out has... to Marjo. She has uh, uh, wood floors, mm-hmm. which are uh, pretty chilly. So she was like, your feet will be cold even with socks. So she gave me these like hybrid over-slipper sock things. Oh. They're like Scandinavian or something. Scandinavian man hoofs. Oh, my God. They were so cool. What do you think about these, right? Oh, my God. Okay, so Christopher is showing me the most, like, happy Father's Day... Dad slippers I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, they're shaped like uh, dinosaur feet. Oh my god! Very. That's fun. so. That's so cringe. It's not. I was in a museum, and they were selling them. There was, what museum? The museum for dweebs. <laughs> Kelvin Grove Art Gallery. So yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> you have dinosaur. I actually have gorilla slippers. Um, they have a gorilla's face on them, but they've never been on, never wait, been on my feet. Wait, 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 wait. They have the gorilla's them. face on them? Yeah, I don't Do wear them. Do you know they would have the gorilla's feet because on them? Because they're embarrassing. They're embarrassing? I'd be, I'd be, they're Do you know what's embarrassing? <laughs> you saying embarrassing? You said you know what's embarrassed, so you fucked it up as well. <laughs> no, uh, well, yes. Do you know what's embarrassed? <laughs> this <laughs> sentence I'm saying. <laughs> you said embarrassing? That's what's. Uh, I think we're on par. I think we're on par in bad slipper department and in um, embarrassed... Months. We all know what that sound means. It's time for the questions. <laughs> yes. Okay. Let's let's dive straight in. We've got the fin- we're going to finish these questions today. I don't care how long it takes. We ended the we ended in a rush. The last episode, Liam had to go away and do something, so we didn't even finish questions from avid listener, aka Frump. Primary nomenclature, Eric. He has more questions. The second question he has is, where and when did you guys meet? Do you remember? Do you remember? Um, There's a little bit of, I think, um, there's two, I think we have discussed this on the podcast maybe, or maybe we discussed this on the unreleased pre-album podcast. Pilot podcast. episode, ultimate chat sesh. Yeah. So um, I, I thought the first time we met was outside Yes Bar. Um, um, and you were smoking a cigarette and you told me that you just left university to pursue comedy and I told you you were a fucking idiot um, yeah, because you were, about five, you were about five gigs in so it's quite early to be making those rash decisions as it turned out it was the correct decision to make um, uh, just so because I, it worked for me though if you're listening to this and you're in university and you leave, think drop out, a comedian drop out follow your dream yeah, I do that. I think that's good advice. I did actually. that as well, but I yeah. I had been I had been, I was being paid for comedy at that point. Right. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't for. And I didn't want to work anymore. Like at university, I didn't want to do stuff. But um, but I I think last time we spoke about this, you you seem to have an earlier 
memory of the two of us? Mm, I think the first time I spoke to you was at Maggie May's. Uh, yeah. an open spot accused you of plagiarism that's right and um, so it wasn't the best time to meet you that open spot now is a successful touring comedian very successful touring comedian successful in a financial sense but has absolutely uh, no respect amongst his <laughs> his or her peers yeah I just want to say I disagree. I have messaged that comedian recently and I've said I just want to apologise to you for being a snob when I was younger. As I've got older, I've realised that, um, you know, you gave me good advice that I refused to listen to due to my snobbery and I would be much more successful financially and uh, artistically if I'd listened to you. I wonder if we're talking about the same person. Doubt it. Anyway... I just want to put the word out there that I'm very humble. Right. And I'm actually one of the most humble people there are. I'm not as humble as me, I don't think. I'm probably the most the most humble. Agree to disagree on that one. And then there was a time I really... I, yeah, I don't know why I didn't like Keith Rages. I don't, I don't know. Just didn't get a good Well, hang on. Here. You've just brought that... You've just thrown that in. What do you mean you didn't like me for ages? Just I can't remember... It's uh, because I'm English. Well, there's that, and then there's the QMU. We were at the QMU one night in Glasgow, and you said, oh, you smoke. Do you have that wee plastic thing for your cigarettes? Yep. And then... I used to do a joke where I used to speak into it. Yeah. And it used to make a funny noise. Yeah. I don't want to set the world on fire. Yeah, I used to... Bring that back. That was class, man. Always got, always got an applause break, so you yeah. can keep your... um. You can keep your snobbery to yourself. I'm not being snobbery. I'm being in, in, intentionally honest. I'm not bringing it back. But anyway, so I, I asked you for the plastic bit of your cigarette box and you took umbrage with that? No, I said, oh, sorry, I bend it. And you went, ugh, and walked away. And I thought, right. oh, I've ruined my chances with this guy. <laughs> so that sounds like you did like me, but you're all over the place on this. No, I'm not. Well, from the first time I saw you, I thought... This is a cool guy, and I think we one day we're gonna podcast, hang out, be cool we'll guys have a very together. Very successful podcast. One That's day. just a t- sort of accepting person I am. <laughs> I have uh, <laughs> absolutely. You you need to be proven to, whereas I take people at face value. I need to be proven to. People need to prove that they are not. I've been hurt so many times. You don't realize that. The amount of yeah. times I've been hurt. Yeah. I'm not up for it anymore. I'm not up for being hurt. You have to prove. If you want to be my lover, you got to get with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Making friends is easy, but friendship never ends. I don't think that's the words, but that is the... the, the it vibe. is true, though. Mark Twain said that. <laughs> Making love is easy, but friendship never ends. Yeah. Honestly, said completely disagree thin. with both of that. Sometimes sex is actually extremely, you know... It happens and it's you know whatever it's fine easy peasy and then a lot of friendships end horrifically. Yeah. Case but in point, ever, the Spice Girls. Were they ever real friends though? Mm. Real pain for my sham friends, champagne for my real friends. I'll say that as many times as I can. Mm-hmm. Third question from Farump: Favorite album of twenty twenty one? It's a good question. It's a good question. Great um, question. What is your favourite album of 2021? Which, it, to clarify for future listeners, is this year. So, there's a few humdingers in there for sure. Mm-hmm. I've been really enjoying um, Prioritised Pleasure by Self Esteem. Oh, hello. I used to listen to her when she was in Slow Club. Man, it's a great album. It's a is great. It good? Yeah. Yeah, it's very it's a very empowering female pop album. You know what oh, I mean? That's great. That would make me feel brilliant. And in, in fact, <laughs> and in fact, we've got Lord coming up soon. And Is it I Lake Lord? It's not. Um, I mean, it's a bit more poppy than Lord. Lord is like mm. alternative pop, whereas, uh, but it's very catchy. And there are some songs on there which are really. Um, I do this all the time. Is like honestly, if you like, uh, I don't know, Sunscreen by Baz Luhrmann. Sung by... You know what I do? Lord. You know that's my anti-anxiety song? Um, then, I, I, like, there's a great spoken word bit in it and a fucking cool chorus. Strings come in. It's a, like an incredible epic pop tune. 
that might be my single of the year. Oh, um, absolutely love it. So that's a great. That that I don't know if it's, it's definitely that. You know, on different days of the week, I'd probably say different things. I love that Madhu Mokhtar um, album. Victim Af- Afrique. Afrique victim. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Nigerian um, like Sufi electric guitarist. Mm-hmm. Um, that's fucking amazing. There's that one we spoke about before. For those I love, which is like a progressive house oh, album yeah. that yeah. a guy wrote um, in tribute to his dead friend, which is like it's a house album, but with this amazing like street style lyrics over it. Where Still it, haven't listened to that. I've really been. It's too. devastating. It's really devastating. So you got those three are like probably there. I've listened to Little Sims album a few times. Um, Lauren's really into that. That's really good. Um, so sorry, I've given loads of answers there. I yes. don't know which out of those. I reckon out of those, out of those three that I mentioned, it'd probably be one of those each day of the week. In terms of most played songs, my top two most played songs are not from the pod. Mm. It's the first two released songs from Illusory Walls, the Dark Souls themed, progressive emo rock album by the world is a beautiful place and i'm no longer afraid to die i'm of course referring to the two songs um queen sophie for president is mm-hmm. one of them and another one's called invading the world of the guilty as a spirit of vengeance and i'm all over it man that is <laughs> so fucking class <laughs> Like really good music. <laughs> Couldn't remember I feel, that. Man, like honestly, like literally I just named like four I would I would I would go as far as say pretty hip fucking albums, right? And I, I like to think I'm pretty with it. And then when I chat to you, I feel like an old fucking dad who's no. just wandered into his fourteen year old's bedroom. What are you listening to, son? I'm uh, listening the, to the world, the world of the guilty. And I'm afraid to die. I'm like, oh, are you not happy, son? Me and your mother love you very much. We I bought just... you that. We bought you that skateboard. You've not been out on it once. Is this the music you listen to? God, it's sad. It's Come so... watch Ant and Dick. <laughs> Mind we used to watch Ant and Dick, the three of us. There's a bit in that second song where he just lifts the lists the measurements for a coffin. <laughs> Twenty three by forty eight by twenty three. What do you mean? Do you like woodwork, son? Is that what's, what's that he's listening? What's that he's saying? The measurements. Are? Is that a Oh my coffin? god! That is honestly like um a, a joke from Noel Fielding's character in the IT crowd. <laughs> yeah, I listen to it. It's not music, actually. I just like listening to coffin measurements. Yeah, it's good, man. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not. To, it's a little bit metalcore in terms of the guitars, but mostly it's very, very sweet indie rock music. Um, that's all about capitalism, and in the same way that uh, Dark Souls is all about how cycles of power in terms of darkness. This is about cycles of power in terms of capitalism, and and how they are afraid to die. You know, because it's so expensive to be sick in America. Oh, powerful, powerful music. I will listen. I'll check it out. I, I, I. You know me. I like a, a Dark Souls-themed metalcore album as much well, how, as the next how, man. How, how good a piece of imagery is that? The illusory wall. The wall that is there, but then when you hit it, you realise there was nothing there the whole time. Oh. Yeah, that happens to me all the time. It happens to me in my personal life. I, it happens to me in my house. I knocked and I was hanging up a picture and I realised there's a fucking safe room behind the second bathroom. <laughs> there's a big chest with arms and legs back there. <laughs> Chasing you about and kicking you. Anyway, less Dark Souls jokes. I don't want to incur the wrath of Sister Nancy. <laughs> anyway. Okay, let's have the next question. Josh Robinson has some questions. He has a few questions, so we're going to do a wee bit rapid fire, as rapid fire as we can. has so many questions. And I respect that, Josh. You're interested... First question doesn't really apply to me because I don't do this, but what radio station do you listen to, if any? Yeah, I'm a I'm a, a I'm a six music guy. Six uh, music. We're talking about Steve Lamac. 
Yeah, I, I, I started listening. Um, I hadn't heard of it until they were going to cancel it in 2008, 2007, I think. And then you had all these artists who I loved who were suddenly yeah. posting like Save Six music. Um, so that's when I started listening. And th- th- that's true of a lot of people. And uh, since then, it's been on a, a huge rise. So, um, I mean, Lauren, Lauren Laverne, I read recently, her breakfast show um, was getting like a, a million listeners a day, which is a lot for a DAB. Yeah. semi-alternative music station uh whenever i turn that station on and she's on or some of the other folk who are on it are on it and i'm like oh, i love these songs man these are some great yeah. songs that i didn't know anybody else was listening to or talking about you know but i don't like the radio yeah there were, there were some i mean oh man what they're called um stuart mcconey and bloody some there's some bad there's a lot of bad radio banter <laughs> Right. What? Well, today we're talking about what's your favourite type of pie? Call us. Give us a call. Tell us what your favourite type of pie is. Yeah, I like meat pie. Oh, do you like a meat pie, do you? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, here's David Bowie, Heroes. <laughs> <laughs> here's Boys Keep Swinging by David Bowie. Yeah. Um, it's just also got the the Craig Charles Funk and Soul show, which is pretty shit hot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got Huey Morgan, who I detest as a person, but has an incredible music taste. What do you not like about Huey Morgan? Have you listened to the show? Are you putting him on blast? I'm putting Huey on big blast. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know who he is. I'm putting him on <laughs> Tango Ice Blast. Who is this creep? He's fun-loving criminals. Oh. Huey Morgan. Yeah. He was, um, when, like, it was either, it was, like, some boy band were hosting Buzzcocks, and he was really drunk, and he smashed a mug and walked off set because they were, I don't know, happy? I don't know, it was weird. Yeah, I remember that, actually. That was odd. Yeah, he's, um, like, he's he's pretty infuriatingly annoying. Is he a dark uh, figure? No, he's just weird. Right. All right, what's happening, my little hip cats? Today we're going to be playing, oh my God, it's Shaka Khan. Get ready, Shaka, 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 Shaka Khan. Get ready for some Shaka Khan in the house. Who are we playing next? It's Shaka Khan. That sounds good. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> As I was doing it, I was like, this, this does sound good, but you should yeah. listen to it and you'll be like, actually, this guy's fucking annoying. Right. Okay. Well, I don't, I don't listen to the radio. So there's, sorry, um, there's sorry, a, Josh. Here's the thing. Okay. Um, We both have Australian partners. Mm-hmm. Australian radio is a little bit different. Oh yeah, there's Triple J, which is mm-hmm. like is that their MTV? version. Yeah, 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 right. And and so when I'm in Australia, I listen to Triple J, and it's very cool, right? And that's they play a lot of really cool music. They have a lot of cool live sessions, and uh, but then they'll cut back to the host, and this is at like two o'clock in the afternoon, mm-hmm. and the host will be like, "Well, I personally, I thought that was fucking great." Really? What a, fu- what a fucking great tune. And what I a bazer. And I was like, did he just say the F word? This guy's Ethan and Jeffin on the waves? On the, at two o'clock on the radio? I was like, what, Lauren, what the hell is going on? She's like, what? I was like, he's, he swore. She's like, what? What's wrong with that? I was like, children can be listening, walk past that radio. It's daytime. Yeah. What do you mean? They just they don't have a watershed over there. That's amazing. Good on them. I think that's... They personally. must get complaints, though. I think it's disgusting that a, a country that has a picture of the Queen on their money mm-hmm. swears before 9 <laughs> That o'clock. money could be near that radio. Absolutely. The Queen has heard that man say fuck <laughs> at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> you- yeah, the Queen always listens to Triple J. She always gets that big playlist done. Triple I, J playlist. Listen, I know you're taking the piss, okay? But any picture of the Queen, face up, you act as if the Queen is in the room. Thank you very much. <laughs> cool. <laughs> All right, here's another question that maybe you've already answered with the answer to the previous question. Where do you find new music? So, yeah, a lot from, from Six Music. Um, But I also, you know, I read... It was probably the same as you. Read a couple of music websites, keep an eye on them. What do you think the trendiest uh, music site you read is? For me, it's the quietest. That's yeah, really no, I, I like the quietest. Um, and, uh, I mean, I read Pitchfork. I know they're kind of wanks, but I still like it. I go there. They do have a lot of good writers on there. I don't think they're wank enough anymore. I think they're too, uh, too mainstream for me. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. When they started giving Album of the Year to Beyonce and stuff, I was like, right, so... She's already selling records. You don't need to go at bat for Beyonce. Mm-hmm. 
You need to go at bat for a wee indie band for Athens or whatever, do you know what I mean? What is at bat? At bat? Yes, what is at bat? I don't need to explain it at bat. It's when you're there and the bat's there. You're, you're scared of bats. So <laughs> I am. I that's I what, that's what I'm asking. No, it's like at bat. It's like going at bat. It's like someone's throwing the ball towards you and you're at bat. You're right. ready to knock it right out. So you don't need you, like. People so are just Beyonce, throwing balls all day, right? And then if you're Beyonce's throwing the ball, you don't need to bat that ball. No, she's going to throw it right around the earth. It's going to come back. She'll catch it. Let it strike out. Yeah. Are you putting Beyonce on blast? I'm not putting Beyonce on blast. I'm putting Pitchfork <laughs> on blast for propagating the myth of poptimism. I like the AV Club. I more read their They've film went stuff. Off. They fell off. The film and TV stuff. I don't really follow the music stuff. Um, and um, They fired all the good writers. It was pathetic about four years ago. It's a little bit lame, mm-hmm. but um, I find it a good resource because I, I, I kind of trust the um, whatever algorithm they use. There's a website. It's just called albumoftheyear.com, mm-hmm. um, and it's kind of like, I mean, it's like getting your movies from Rotten Tomatoes a bit, right? Um, it's Metacritic. But, um, yeah, well, the thing is, is that Metacritic is more weighted than Rotten Tomatoes. So Rotten Tomatoes, mm-hmm. like anyone called my movie blog, gets a little fucking tick, and then that cancels uh-huh. it. But it was through the, um, through album of the year that I found that for those I love album, which oh, really? I haven't seen, which I haven't seen anywhere else. So what so did you put in stuff that you liked, and it came up? No, no, no. It, it's just um, it just uh, collates reviews of new music. Oh, okay. Uh, cool. So there's a it's a pretty. I'd say it's a pretty generally it's a pretty good. I mean, you, know, you just go and listen and you decide whether or not you like it or not. And mm-hmm. um, so that that would be one. There's there's any good? What's it? Oh fucking that a place I used to where I found the Beths. Any good music? Is it just that? Future I'm, me hates me. Fucking hates years, me. For... And do you know what else I found fun new music? Right, because I've basically exclusively listened to like music that I've put on or six music. Right, mm-hmm. my understanding of like pop music on mass is good. It's like has been non-existent for years, right? Yeah. Because also we our television only goes on if we're putting on Netflix or something. So I never see adverts anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like the only place I would hear new pop music would be in a supermarket. Yeah. And then when COVID came, they turned all the music off in the supermarkets. Yeah. Very so, so sometimes like I'll be out with like I don't know I'll be at a gig and, and some sort of modern pop song will come on. By one of these modern pop people, like mm-hmm. Doja Cat, uh-huh. and I'm like, "What's this?" And someone be like, "Come on, Liam, you know it's this just, is just world, bro. This is the biggest song in the world. Every this is automatically downloaded to everybody's phone, and everybody's listened to it five times. You know this song. Don't pretend you don't. And I literally do not. However, since recently, I've downloaded and been very active on TikTok. Oh yeah, that's very pop. I know so many new songs that I've never would have come into contact that I just see again and again and again they get rooted into my brain so now I'm like probably the most pop uh, efficient you're pop efficient years. yeah I'm you're, pop, a, pop, you're pop. a pop twist no? that's me I'm pop stars arrivals <laughs> <coughs> pardon me so Josh has some que- I smoked a lot of cigarettes last night Josh has a few more questions this one is how long into this 10-year project do you think you'll get before you quit or just skip a load and just do the top 50? Let me just tell you something, Josh. Go off. Go off, King. Don't fucking speak to me like that, Josh. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. That isn't happening. I've get made a him. commitment. Get him. Here's I finish the... what I start now. Here is the tea, okay? You sip on that, bitch. You give us two options there, okay? And that was until you give up or until you just skip to the next 50. Let me tell you right now. Let him tell him. Ain't neither of those things happening. No. The most likely scenario is that we eventually have to skip a week because we're busy doing other stuff, and then we get into a habit of skipping weeks, and then it just eventually just sort of like fl- flitters out. It flitters out, yes. That may but happen. Has, we've done but before, none of the things you said. Yeah, you idiot. Clown. Thanks for the questions. I really appreciate it. Yeah, we've got thanks, more questions man. That's also cool. from thanks you. For the support. What's your favourite live music venue you've been to? Oh, uh, you probably. I'm saying for you, uh, Alexandra Palace. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah. Actually, not. Although probably. it is beautiful. It is a beautiful venue, but that is not my favourite music venue. Where's your favourite music venue? Brixton Academy. Oh wow, it's incredible. The, the O2. 
Is it an O2 venue? Yeah, it is. It is now. Yeah, it's an O2. Oh, you're going to say the Barrowlands, are you? The stinky Barrowlands that smells. I've, I've been to the Barrowlands with you and we had a great show. Great room. Um, we saw wrong. Future Islands together. Oh, no, you're right. Okay, <laughs> yeah, it was a great show. It was a great show. I look, the Lance, look, it is a great it is a great venue and the lights are cool outside. They're very cool. I love the old the style vent, the, the floor is spring-loaded. It is an ancient ballroom. Yeah, yeah. It, but it is stinky since it's like, it, it smells. Who cares if it smells? If it smells. I, do, I do, obviously. That's why I'm bringing it up. Oh, um, yeah. And also, I, they, prob- they must do now, but when we were there, they didn't take cash. Sorry, no, take, that's wrong. No, they, didn't they didn't take, take card. card. They didn't take card. And I was already in. <laughs> and I wanted to get a drink. And like, oh, we don't take card. I'm like, well, I can't go and get cash. Okay, you don't drink then. So that's you it. gave me a £10 note. Uh-huh. And then I went and asked. I said, look, do you have any alcohol-free beer? And and then we went, it's Glasgow. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you've got the highest rate of alcoholics of all cities in the United Kingdom. So maybe you should think about that. Is that true? Uh, yes. Is that a surprise? No, not really. And this was a few years ago. I reckon now, I bet now they have an alcohol-free beer. It's a, it's a family business, the Barrowlands, right? So you kind of criticise it for that stuff. They, they literally just bring in a pallet of cans from a van. Like, they're not a bar. They it's should, a ballroom from they, the 30s. Yeah, well, it's time to upgrade, okay? <laughs> Brixton Academy has the slanted um, floor. Oh. So you're at your lowest point at the front of the stage, and then it goes up. Oh, so that's everyone... great for wee guys like me. There you go. Yeah. Every, everyone can see. Yeah. And it's in Brixton. Brixton's the coolest part of London. Yes, according to the jam. Brixton Rifles. Yeah. Um, Not Eaton Rifles. Yeah. That's... Brixton something else. Brixton Riots. Yeah, yeah. There, there were Brixton Riots. Don't know if it was a jam song. I, I may be talking shit. Favourite music venue? I mean, I do like the Barrowlands. First ever gig was there. Megadeth in 2004. Um, I've also saw Frightened Rabbit there. It was a very special night. And I saw... Future Islands there with you, a few other bands. MGMT, they were they were probably the worst band I've seen there. Thirteenth hmm. um, Note in Glasgow, very stinky. If you think the Barrowlands is stinky, get ready for a venue that is right next to the toilets in a vegan restaurant. So you're getting those dow farts, man. Oh, those tofu poo poos. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, those Satan shitties. Satan shites. And oh, I don't know. Nice and Sleazy's is quite good, other than the Big Pillar. Um, have I been to any good shows in Edinburgh? No, no. We went to see something in Edinburgh. What was it? Um, uh, Wild Beasts in oh, the yeah. summer, hall. summer Hall. Yeah, awful shaped room. Yeah, it was a terrible shaped room. I agree with that. The Usher Hall, I've seen lots of gigs in the Usher Hall, and that's that's good. I saw the National there, I saw Flaming Lips there, mm. uh, um, and a, a, a few others. That's a very good. It's a that's a beautiful. You know, sometimes artists are doing the fancy theatre. Mm-hmm. That's that's the Usher Hall. That's a really beautiful space. But middle know, class pesh. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But yeah. Brixton, Brixton. I haven't been to Brixton Academy in years, and the bands I saw there were shot. I saw Prodigy there actually, mm-hmm. and um, I paid a lot of money for some very weak ecstasy tablets and danced <laughs> at the back and had a great time. Um, and I also saw this is a bit. This is cringe. This is cringe AF. Okay. I saw the Killers there mm. on the second album tour. Sam's That's cool. Town. The American one. Where they pretend yeah. they were Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, yeah. Um, like it. I got, would have been pretty young then. Oh yeah, and a few other bands there. That, 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 that's that's my choice. Brixton. Mm. Okay, I'm going to go for the O2 ABC as my favourite venue. Really? Sadly burned down by gangsters. Probably. I, perform, I, I performed there. I've did also you? performed there. Yeah, yeah we did. A, we did a, a couple of gigs there. A yes. gig there. Yeah. We replaced T Pain on the lineup. That's right. T Pain was supposed to be headlining. We sent him to the smaller room. T Pain for my real friends. Real pain for my tea friends. <laughs> yes. What's the first <laughs> record you ever bought from Josh Robinson? Great question. I've never, Josh. I've never bought, a, I've never bought a record from Josh Robinson. <laughs> Next right. question. <laughs> yeah. Come on. There's the clip. 
don't know. It's kind of nasty, Josh. Put that on TikTok. Put that on. on Stick that on your TikTok reel. Shan, Shan, are you on the click clock? Shan, <laughs> you haven't left your room. You're not sure that the world is a beautiful place and I'm no longer afraid to die. I mean, come on, you need to get your dinner. Um, the first record I bought, I am actually not that sure. Um, I remember the first album I had was Spice Girls Spice World. Yes. My dad um, was going to... This is weird. He was going to Ireland for a week to see his family. Mm-hmm. And so he said, you want me to get you anything? Uh, presumably he meant, Irish you know, culture. Irish treats, yeah. you know. Tato! Um, like the, 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 the crisps. Why are you just the... shouting? Why are you just shouting Tato? No, I meant the crisps. That's, whoa. I wasn't bro, doing a Keith Lemon thing. That I'm saying. is Tato, the crisps. Wow, the world is a dark place and I'm, I am, I'm not afraid to die anymore after hearing that. Messed up. Surely you are afraid to die because you, you want to improve this world before you leave it. Whoa. That's dark. Right, so you got the Space World's album? Yeah, on tape. Did you ever have the Space World PlayStation game? No. Oh, I... great. No, I didn't. Wow. What was this? the Spice Girls? I didn't know there was a Spice Girls PlayStation game. If you can get it on an emulator for your PC, for your. Your hardware, I'd highly we recommend should, it. We should stream it, man. We should stream it together. It's the kind great, of a two-player game. You can kind of team up and. The great return to to streaming. Quite um, <laughs> I remember, I remember buying a Backstreet Boys album. I was really into the Backstreet Boys. So the first album I purchased with my pocket money, <laughs> would probably would have been a Backstreet Boys album. Backstreet's back. All right. Probably the one that has um. Um, tell me why ain't nothing, nothing but a heart. Tell me why. And the CD, ROM. Oh, yes. It was a CD, but if you put it into a computer, there was a little interactive Backstreet Boys fan zone software. The past had, was like, so much better than that. It had like little videos, little messages from the band, like little cheeky behind the scenes interviews. It fucking, it only worked, I would say, <laughs> one time out of 10 that you tried it. Other yeah. than that, it would just completely crash your computer. It was um, good. And there was about, I would say, eight minutes of content on there. <laughs> that I, I'm going to try to find that online. Yeah, man. I want to go back. I had this great encyclopedia about animals. It was a CD-ROM. Mm. I really want to go back and check that out. What a was lot of two-second to... clips of Red Pandas. It was the first record. Well, it depends. I remember... Um, I remember first records I bought for myself would have been uh, Gorillaz, Demon Days, and HMV. Starring, starring Sean Ryder. Starring Sean my, Ryder, your best my friend. friend star of yes. My friend, um, star of my journalist career. Yes. Uh, well, the second step in your journalist career after Stuart Braithwaite. And Arctic Monkeys, I bet that you look good in the dance floor, was a single that I got. Yep. But I was quite late to it. Really, the first album I chose was the second Franz Ferdinand album had just came out. And my sister was taking me into Love Music to buy my first album. And I said, I want to get American Idiot by Green Day. I want to get the uh, Green Day one with Basket Case on it, Dookie, because that's my favourite song. And she was like, no, you can't have it. You can't have it. You're going to get Franz Ferdinand because it's cool. Green Day isn't cool. Sometimes I think, see if I had got the Green Day record, would that be like a stoner now? Would that be like a punk stoner? Instead of uh Franz Ferdinand type guy. So, it's curious, right? I mean, my Spice Girls memory, I must have been, I mean, what was that, 1999? Mm-hmm. So I'd have been 10, 10 years old. Yeah. What age do you think you were then? 2000 and... When did the second Franz Ferdinand album come out? Like 2005? Yeah. So I'd have been like 12. Around then. Right, okay. But you wanted Green Day at wanted 12. Wanted Green Day, yeah. So you have no earlier, more embarrassing examples than that? That's pretty cool, we gay. Uh, I would say that I had the Power Rangers I think you're Rangers posturing sound. a little bit. No, there I, we go. There no. we go. The but I didn't buy that. I didn't buy that. Well, I didn't buy the Spice Girls one, you know? You asked your dad to bring it back from Ireland instead of uh, delicious Guinness-flavoured sweets. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine wine gums that taste like Guinness. I've had Guinness. There are Guinness flavors. My mum makes an amazing Guinness um, fudge cake. Wow. Nice. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, no, Power Rangers soundtrack with Buckethead featuring Buckethead, your favourite guitarist. Lord Buckethead. 
No, not him. Not the uh, not the Tory. Not the MP. Not a Tory. He's not a Tory. He's a good guy. <laughs> Raven Looney party. Not him. There's actually there's a there's a big thing actually. There's um there was a Lord Buckethead who ran against uh an uh, an incumbent prime minister in like 1979 I think it was, mm-hmm. and he was like a joke candidate for the Muscle Raven Looney Party, and then there was a new one who ran against Theresa May, mm-hmm. but then the old one came back and was like, "You're not Buckethead, I'm Buckethead." Yeah. So there was actually a legal dispute, and so one Whoa. the new the new one is just called Buckethead now, and the old uh-huh. one is called Lord Buckethead, and they have like rival Twitter things. That's cool. It's pretty funny. Are they kind it's of like, hey guys, aligned? guys, you're both fucking losers. Come on. <laughs> so yeah, I would go for uh, first record as a single. I bet that you look good in the dance floor. Uh, B side to that is of course Chun Li's Flying Bird Kick Bullshit. instrumental. To, there's a, there's, I'm fed up with you trying to fucking sound cool on this. No, I'm not trying to sound cool. I've been honest. I've been honest. I'm not trying to sound cool. I, I was. I was. My first ever record was the Arctic Monkey. Shut the fuck up, man. Arctic Monkeys aren't cool, alright? They're pretty lame. I love them, but they're lame, right? Last question by Josh. Do you have a band or artist that you loved early on in their career, but they've got shitter and shitter by album by album, but you stick with them pining for the early days, even though you know they're shit? Um, it's like every band. Yeah. It's like, it's like 90% of bands, isn't it? I mean... We 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 opened this podcast with Arcade Fire, which the the last two albums, oh, have, but each album has had a really like one or two stand out like straight into the greatest hits. That's all um, I ask of a band. You can keep putting shit albums set. out, but put out another hit, one hit, please. Yeah, um, and there are some bands who I liked who are still releasing albums, but I don't listen to them anymore. Mm-hmm. Block Party have an album coming out soon. Oh, really. Yeah, um, bands like that, Maximo Park. Um, I'll do graffiti if you sing to me in French. Mystery Jets, you know all these sort of like landfill you indie th- bands. You think they would retire these boys, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or oh, there's uh, bands that I see on lineups. The Pigeon Detectives do a lot of life work for a band that was always dreadful. Great life book, I'd imagine. Are you on there? What do you mean by that? <laughs> Just imagine if they get a lot of work, they probably get a good life. <laughs> I thought I was like, are they on the same fucking agency as you, bro? Oh, is that what you're? Think off the camera represents the pigeon detectives. Well, this is what I was shocked by. I don't know. They Maybe don't. they're branching out. I hope they don't. I'll go check the website. But I don't no, know they, they do. well, they fucking they represent the pigeon criminals, so it'd be a conflict in interest. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, what was I gonna say? What's the question? Band who's band who's got shape, but they used to be great. I mean, that you still f- listen to, that you still fucking oh. commit to. God, I've tried to listen to that last Metallica album many times. You know how much I love Metallica. Yeah, favorite band ever, probably. There's um, a uh, there's an argument that Radiohead fit this as well. Yeah, there is an argument for sure. But I oh, don't. Nah, think- I mean, I mean, shit, pool was that right? Yeah, I don't think it's shy. It's just they're not. It's, it's nowhere near their their peak. But their peak is different compared to different perspectives, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's I guess. Um, I don't have a. Titus solid... Andronicus. I'm sorry to see it. I love Titus Andronicus. I think the first four albums are incredible pieces of work. Their last two have been irredeemable. Mm. Conceptually interesting. Oh, I'm gonna do a kind of acoustic record, even though I'm a. We're no big choruses, even though I'm a kind of punk guy with big choruses, and it's gonna be a long, complex song. So, okay, I'll, I'll listen. Not good. Oh, we're going back to punk. We're getting the guy for the. Uh, we're getting Bob Mould, who produced a lot of great records, and he was in uh, some mad band, Husker Do. He's gonna produce this punk record. Oh, shit. Even though it's what they should be good at, terrible. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I mean, Radiohead would have to release a, a, a real string of really, really bad albums for mm-hmm. me to not even bother listening to one, the, the new one. You yeah. know what I mean? You'd have to be like three or four in a row and I'll go, sure, I'm done listening to it anymore. But I guess my answer is Arcade Fire, really. Arcade Fire. I'm going to go with my. I don't know if I can honestly say Titus, because I do give them a listen every time a new one comes out, even though the last couple have been 
dross. Yep. Even though the earlier albums are life changing for me. Life yeah, well, that's, that was the question. Which one yeah, do you still yeah. listen to? So there you go. Your Titus Andronicus. Do you know the exact opposite of this? Los Campesinos never miss. They never miss. They never fucking miss. Very consistent. I like consistency. Mm. I like the consistency of their cum. Wow. No, I cannot. I don't. <laughs> I just love them. Thanks very much, Josh. Sorry to end on such a blue note. Um, this one's from Alan Hazley. You think it's Hazel, don't you? Well, Hazley. Um, I'll tell you what, Alan, why don't you let us know how to pronounce your name? Here's a question for your mailbag, Alan. No, all, I, I'm all pretty sure I've confirmed with him, actually, all, on all Twitch. Woman bag. All women bag. Yeah. Orphan bags. For the <laughs> Xmas mailbag. If CRB could have a Funko Pop of anyone who's appeared on the list so far, who would it be? Well, which ones do you already have and we'll tick them off? I'm not going to talk about the Funko Pops I already have. I'm not interested in talking about it. It's very <laughs> much a domestic situation for me right now in terms of trying to get rid of these things. Um, yeah, you, you've got um, you've got a Miranda Lambert one, I think, already. Miranda Lambert Funko Pop. <laughs> the Phil Spector. you got the Phil Spector Funko Pop. He's got a wee Pop. tiny gun. <laughs> tiny bit of a woman's skull. It's horrific. Got the um, John Mayer. The John Mayer Funko Pop. Yes, yeah, currently... It's just a, a spinning in a burning room. It's got a wee pedestal and the room's constantly on fire. <laughs> um, Graham Parsons. It's just ashes in a wee box. Wow. <laughs> but which ones would you have? Genuinely, you have to have one. And it has to sit above where you work, where you write, so that when you look up, you see it. Who would love a Sparks Funko Pop? I'd be surprised if Sparks don't have a Funko Pop yeah, after that last Spark- film. You know what? You would get a fun- Are you? Yeah, you'd get one as well, wouldn't you? You'd get a Sparks Funko Pop. Yeah, the, the, the two of them. Because they've got very distinctive looks mm-hmm. that would serve being caricatured quite easily. They could easily. have their own series because of all the different looks they've had. You know, like um, <laughs> around like Covent Garden, you have those guys who draw caricatures. Mm-hmm. If Sparks went up to that guy... He'd come in his jeans. He'd be like, "This is the easiest job of my life." Yeah. He'd actually be. Like, I've actually got one of you already, as a, which I drew as an example of how crazy people can look. Yeah, and it, <laughs> that's how you look. So here you go. I'll sell it to you for five pounds. Maybe a maybe a Sparks Funko Pop would be quite good. I would enjoy that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, I really, I don't need any no more Funkos. I don't like them. Yeah, you've got 200 already. The collection is growing. Three or four. 100. Yes. I've got multitudes. I'm drowning in them. See, when I go to the toilet for a pee at night, I have to wade through them. Yeah. Well, look, we've all got our hobbies. Um, I like literature and things like that. I like literature. I read literature all the time. I don't like Funko Pops About Funko Pop. You read Funko Pop fan fiction. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. I don't do that. Next question, please. Next and last question. For all. Oh, no, I've I've read that wrong. (laughs) For all. Nailed it. This is from Rory M. Spence, Scottish comedian and podcaster. All round good uh, guy, friend of the pod. Good guy, friend of the pod. First of all, big fan. Second. I'd like to know if there are any songs you listen to before performing that get you in the zone. If you're wondering what we mean by performing, Liam and I are stand-up comedians. And dancers. Occasional backup dancers for self-esteem. Before we answer this, can I tell you a funny one of another comedian that I know? Are you going to name them? Yes. Okay, yeah, go for it. Comedian Gareth Much, friend of uh-huh. mine. Friend of the pod. I don't know if this is real anymore, but a few years ago, certainly, he used to listen to that song <laughs> before he went on. That went, I wish I knew what I know now. When I was younger. <laughs> that was his, like, <laughs> fucking hype song. The Faces? <laughs> From the Rushmore soundtrack? I wish... I knew what I know now. When I was stronger, just the image of him backstage at a comedy club, 
Go on. Right, it's a big gig, Gary. Why would you, why would you why, put yourself in that <laughs> frame of mind? The frame of mind of just painful nostalgia? <laughs> Missed opportunities? That's the last thing you might think about when you're doing stand-up. Well, I mean, look, he's very funny, so obviously works. Yeah, he's great. He's wonderful. But that song? <laughs> so that's very funny. I've never really... Uh, I don't have that specific thing where, like, you know... Where, like boxes or whatever, where you actually like have headphones on, and you listen to something literally before you're you're going out. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have walk-on music, which kind of acts as that. No, but this is like on the way to a gig. You know, like when you're walking to a gig, is it something you put on all the time that you're like, right, let's get in the zone? Yeah. Um, Do you have anything like that? Not, not really. Mm-hmm. But when when you do a fringe show, you decide your pre-fringe play your your playlist for the audience come in, which kind mm-hmm. of acts as that because you know you you, you you've got to try and you've got to get it right because you want to set the mood, but also you want to get yourself sort of going. Mm-hmm. Uh, so last year, one song that I had uh, in my pre-show playlist it was uh, Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons, The Night. What was that all about? What were we thinking there? It's a great song. It's a fantastic song, and it gets everyone in a great mood. Before, makes everyone happy. It's a great, it's a great um, northern soul song that makes everybody happy. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I hear a lot about stuff like that. I know Susie McCabe always likes to put on Motown to get the crowd kind of having a good time. I choose to, I don't know, I think this year in my work in progress, I thought, you know, this is kind of improvisation. It was kind of jazzy. I'm going to put on that jazz song, that Japanese jazz song, Early Summer by Mm -hmm. uh, Rio Fukui. And uh, me and the tech loved that. I don't know how the crowd felt about it. And then my walk-on music was For Whom the Bell Tolls by Metallica. So it's like, like the lights would go out, that bell would hit. Funeral bell. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the stage. Performing work in progress stand-up comedy. Christopher McCarthy. Hi guys, um, this is my show this year. Uh, I I'm gonna do some jokes about cereals and some jokes about notebooks and some jokes about being sad. Biggest fight on the hill in the early day. Can we stop the music, please? Cause <laughs> it's I've already chosen one of my pre-show playlist songs for next fringe. Same. Um. Plastic Love by Maria Takuchi. Do you know going to be that plastic fantastic dildo for fucking Jefferson Airplane shit. Uh, Maria Takuchi, who I think is on the playlist already. Japanese she... city pop. Oh, she's great. Yeah. And she's got a song called Plastic Love, which honestly, one of, uh, every now and then you hear a song and within seconds you're like, oh my God, this bangs. Yes. Plastic Love. Bangs to high heaven and back. That's the hard thing about getting into those uh, city pop playlists, and it's one of the hard things about getting into Japanese city pop. <laughs> I've always said this. Is this just one of the things? That's hard so about here's it. something I know this about getting into Japanese city pop. I don't sound like that. All right, so just shut your fucking face. <laughs> you know you when can't... you're listening like to Japanese city pop? Here's one thing I noticed. Don't go on to say. Want to tell us? The hard thing about it is you hear a song, mm. you love it. Because a lot of times the titles and the singers will be in a different language. It's hard to remember who the song is, you know? I don't like it when other people talk different languages. I I like it when everybody speaks my language. I like it when you shut the fuck up. Now you're talking my language. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The language of love, ladies. I'm not Cartman. I don't know who this voice is. I'm not like that. I'm a really interesting person that... (laughs) As a very diverse, you know, point of view and stuff. So I don't really, I don't really like this bullying. I think bullying is wrong, personally. No bully me, please. <laughs> Shut up, man. Is that um, the last question? 
That is the last question. So what was it was about uh, what music you listen to when you get psyched up? I like uh, listening to heavy metal on the way to a gig, and then kind of more chill stuff on the way back when you try to cool down. Mm-hmm. I want to make an amendment to an early, uh, an, an answer from episode one of the Mailbag special. Wow. What was the question? Um, an album that is not on the list that is perfect from start to finish. Yes. And I Wait. put on both Meteora by Linkin Park. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's kind of a joke, but also I love that album. Yes. And also Untrue by Burial. Mm-hmm. But I came off and I went, hold the phone, Liam. There's an album that I listen to probably more than any other album mm-hmm. and it is lift your skinny fists um is that not on this emperor, list by godspeed you black emperor oh, i went man. i went straight onto the um the list to check there's no godspeed on it whatsoever so there's no post rock so that's a whole genre that just hasn't made the yeah. list yeah um and god yeah lift your skinny fists like a tenor to heaven is like f- from start to finish perfect and i listen to it i listen to, like when, i listen to it sometimes to help me sleep mm-hmm there's certain scenarios when I listen to it. I listen to it uh, whenever I'm on a plane. Mm-hmm. I have that downloaded, and I like to listen to it as we're taking off and as we're landing. It's it's my favourite record. Maybe probably. we can do Meteora and Lift Your Skinny Fists and Burial as uh, special episodes at some point down the road. Maybe when we um, finally I... bore of this list. <laughs> Well, when when we, there's only we, so many times you can listen to Jeff. When we release ourselves <laughs> from the shackles, these self, these yeah. self-tightened shackles, and we run free into the the music wilderness. I don't think that'll happen though. I like the list. Maybe as an extra thing. Maybe one day. Yeah. Maybe hey, maybe that's what uh, we can look forward to in 2022. Maybe. And, maybe. Uh, speaking of 2022, we hope you have a, a great one. With uh, with us and enjoying our album. Obviously, um, 2021 has been horrific. We've came well, out well, of a pandemic, went into with another a, with pandemic. With a podcast, with a podcast, so that's that's a benefit. Uh, yes. Well, the other good things have happened. I'm a TikTok influencer now. <laughs> I've got a new impression of you. That's great. Yeah, that's so good things to both of us. Good things to both of us. Yeah, yeah. So thanks so much for listening to the podcast. Uh, I'm not American. We- uh, well, why you? Uh, I'm not American. I'm gonna hook you next time I see you. I'm, Liam's I'm been doing wee boxing classes and thinks he's hard, so he's doing all this stuff. But yeah, I'm, I live in. A see when he's not going up called. against a guy who has a pad on a hand, he's gonna feel Glasgow. fucking wrath. And uh, this has uh, been enjoyed album. So have a merry Christmas. <laughs> Nobody likes that. Do you think people like listening to that in the headphones? They don't. All merry right. Christmas and a happy new year. Good night, good afternoon, good morning. <laughs> it's, it's been a pleasure mailbagging for you. I've been Chris McArthur Boyd, and this is I've been, been enjoying with Yes, enjoy. Mailbag edition.